Hello, this is Gary Bontrager with uh, Gary Bontrager Consulting. I am super excited to have with me today Reggie Miller, and he has joined our team as a coach, and he works a lot with sales systems as well as works with men in marriage relationships. Uh, Reggie, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to this point. Hey, Gary. Uh, thanks for having me on today. Um, well, it's been, of course, a, a journey. Um, and, and through life, you learn from each business decision. But um, I'm in real estate right now. And uh, as far as the sales end of it goes, uh, it uh, it's been a learning experience also as far as fine-tuning um, my business skills and, and having um, my goals and being able to uh, um, do daily activities to reach those goals. So it wasn't until um, I had a, a clear um, path to my goal that I was able to um, uh, precisely do my activities each day um, and then to get the best results and as well be able to to track those. So um, the program I use now has made all the difference in my real estate journey, um, bringing my uh, all of my business together and and allowing me to have that that focus. Excellent. Um, and I guess to back up a little bit before you did, or before you had gotten into real estate, even you had built a landscaping business and obviously have done some sales there. What are some of the things you maybe learned, uh, from that business to where you're at now? And probably more than anything, you now recognize the things that you didn't do that you should have, but can you visit about that just a bit? Yeah. Uh, in landscaping, I guess I was younger. I didn't have the experience that I do today. Um, but as I look back, I, I have the same drive today that I had then. Um, I would say the same amount of energy. I may be a little more patient today than what I was then, but, uh, my personality is one where I, I love to please people, right? I love to solve their problems. And that's where real estate today, there's, there's generally a, a problem. There's a, people like or want to move, right? I'm not just helping them buy a house or sell a house, I'm helping them move. So there's their problem. How do they juggle? How do they sell their house and get into a new one? So, and even back into landscaping, I guess that was a question you asked is, uh, I don't know that it was a problem, but they didn't have the time to mow their grass or to, the, the knowledge of how to put in a retaining wall properly, um, seed sod, that type of thing. So, um, I gained a lot of, I guess, pleasure of seeing the the, the satisfaction or the, the smile on people's faces when I was done. Um, so I'm just trying to give that level of, uh, of service that exceeded their expectations, gave me the drive to kind of move forward. So that was landscaping. And I think it's, it's, it spills over into today, into real estate. And, uh, well, that's interesting. You kind of touched on something there that um, I talk about quite a bit. And that is the fact that, People like yourself don't really ever lack motivation. They more or less lack direction. And I think that's probably a, a perfect way to summarize what uh, you were just saying there. You had all the same motivations back then. You just didn't have the direction that you have now. And uh, it's interesting to see how you're translating that to help others uh, organize and be successful at sales. Yeah, uh, so I was just... Sorry to interrupt you. There. No, go ahead. I was just talking. 
talking to uh, a guy this morning about issues that he was having in his business and related it back to exactly what you were saying there is I used to be the guy that I would go after everything. The early bird gets the worm, you know, and I would just, I'd be grabbing every worm that was there and available. I think that's what's changed with me today is being a little more patient and uh, not, not every worm is for me. Um, And so having, having some structure and, and knowing what, what my goal is and, and, Keeping my eye on that. Excellent. Uh, one of the things I know that you're doing for Gary Bontrager Consulting is just developing our own sales system. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that or what some of your thought processes are in that? Yeah. Um, so seeing you grow this and, uh, you know, we've, we've done a lot of stuff together, but um, seeing the excitement and the level of growth that you've had. Um, I love to build things and, and I've always been excited with, with what you had going there. So um, consulting, I think at this time in, in our lives makes a lot of sense. Uh, the amount of um, success or failures that we've had in business, um, you know, I, I guess allows us to give um, some direction to others, right? Um, along with, uh, I know, I know you have a coach, I have another coach, um, and, and I think that's something that, uh, that every business person needs, even if you're not in business. Just, just having somebody that keeps you accountable in, in where you want to go, um, somebody you can just bounce things off of. And uh, I think anybody that wants to grow has a coach beside them um, to, uh, to, to help them get there. And really, that's uh, I like to look at that as though that's just an investment in oneself. Uh, we so often invest in other things, real estate and what have you is what we think of. But the best investment we can make is investing in ourselves. And that's, I guess, how I'd summarize what you're saying there. Uh, and it's something that we continue to do. Uh, I think right. it's interesting, too, that you brought up the fact that... Uh, We've had some successes, but we've also had some failures. And I was just having a conversation this morning with somebody else that uh, there's a lot of folks that do coaching and they do a great job and meet a lot of needs of different folks out there. But that's probably one thing that happens. It seems kind of maybe a bit crazy to say that I'm old, but there's some experiences. (laughs) I sometimes feel like I've almost lived two lifetimes with some of the things I've gone through. And I know you've you know, can say the same. So, yeah. Well, I think you've been, you've been picking up a lot of worms, right? And sometimes they're, they're failures. We should have left them lay, but we learn from it. And, uh, I think as, as you're helping people and I'm helping people that, um, we can, we can share some of those experiences so that they don't pick up the same. Um, I, I remember a younger when somebody told me not to pick it up and I did, I, when somebody told me no in the past, um, even though it was a closed door for me, I would figure out how to open it and, and I can share a failure that I should have never opened it, but um, I learned from it. I learned dearly. Well, a couple of things there probably was, it was a challenge. Yes. And sometimes that's really what, what motivates us is just the challenge in front of us. And then the other side of that is I'm guessing that advice that you'd received was free. And it seems <laughs> like, yep. it seems like there's always a little different reaction when it's free advice. 
Uh, but when somebody pays for it, there's, it, there's just that transformation and that's where it comes back to that investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I paid for it. It, you know, just not up front <laughs> after the fact. Yes. It would have saved me a lot of money to pay him. Right. But that was a little bit of a concept that wasn't very common either, uh, 25 years ago. So no, you're absolutely right. Uh, one of the things, uh, that I wanted to visit about a little bit is, uh, as a realtor, I know you work in a large organization and so there's, you know, there's multiple people in the organization. Um, do you find that challenging, beneficial? Uh, one reason I ask that is because often I tell people it's better to be a small part of something really big than a big part of something really small. Uh, the tr- That's not always true depending on the business, but does, do you have some yeah. comment about that? Well, in real estate, I am a part of one of the one of the largest real estate companies here in the Fort Wayne area. Um, we're all our own, uh, I guess, contractors here in the office, I guess you might say. Um, we're not a payroll of the company. So with that being said, even though we're in direct competition with everyone, we're still, uh, I can still walk down the hall at any time and talk to another professional and, and ask for advice. Um, feed off of that, feed off of their sales. Um, but, uh, um, but I think that's about as far as I can go there. I'm about ready to lead into the sales part of it. But um, yeah, as far as working in a large, larger company here, um, and yeah, I, I feed off of that energy. Um, there's, there's a lot of agents that work out of their home. Uh, I like to come into the office dressed apart. Um, and I expect the people that are on my team to do the same and um, be the professional that we're supposed to be. Basically, you want you want to fit the culture or your culture is to be part of a high paced team that represents well and works together as a team to get the best results. And it's, it's just, it's one of those small things you can do to make a difference over maybe another competitor. Yeah, absolutely. I know you worked with different CRMs and sale programs in the past and you touched on, you know, what you're doing currently. Uh, What are some of the important things you've learned working within those systems or having systems in sales? Yeah. So I'll back up to, to landscaping. Um, and what I want to touch on is, is a database. Um, I heard it said, don't know where I heard it. Um, and maybe this isn't true for every business, but if you don't have a database, you don't have a business. Um, I had my, my lawn care. I had my contractors that I, uh, put lawns in for, uh, that would build spec homes, that type of thing. But I, I really didn't have a database that that nurtured relationships every month, whether it was through mailers or or just stopping by and seeing them, taking them to lunch, bringing them donuts for breakfast, that type of thing. So um, getting into real estate and the program that I use now for real estate, like I said before, has um, I, I plug in my goal and then I, I back it out into daily activities. So it kind of comes back to how do you eat an elephant? one bite at a time. So um, just knowing what my goal is, what I need to do each day, and then taking that, I guess you'd call it massive action, right? Just taking that action every day um, so that so that you can conquer that, that goal at the end of the year. So having my CRM 
has allowed me to see all of my clients, make notes on them as I take them to lunch, what they've said, as I give them, uh, make calls, um, and just, I, I try to keep my calls brief. However, my database is, is a database of relationships. So if they want to talk, I'll listen. But essentially, I have, I have a goal in that conversation, uh, listen to them, um, see how they're doing, see what I can do for them. And before I hang up, um, just remind them that I'm never too busy for the referral. Um, and usually it ends with a little chuckle and they say, yeah, Reg, you know, we got you. Um, but I run my business solely on referral and it's because of my CRM um, that I, I, my, my marketing budget is, is pretty low. It's, it's my time. I'm out calling my clients, asking for referrals, and I tell them, listen, the ones that are buying or selling, I'm concentrating on, on, uh, on your transaction. And through this transaction, if you can give me two referrals, um, that helps me to concentrate on buying or selling a house for you. Um, and so they get that and it's their understanding of that. Um, and, it, and it works. People, people like to help people. And so the CRM has given me the, the database as far as the focus. It also helps me with my numbers, tracking my activities. Um, it shows me if I make um, 15 calls in a week, then how many referrals did I get? Um, and translating that to the end of the month, did, did I reach my goal every week? And how many referrals did I get? How many of those referrals turned into sales? And then I know what my ratios are. I know what my average sales costs are. Um, at the end of the year, it's just, it's, it's easy to see exactly what you've done and what you need to do next year um, to reach your, your next goal. That's uh, very interesting. I am amazed at how many companies I sit down with and they spend just tens of thousands on mail, like just mass mail campaigns, uh, all kinds of different marketing. And they do this every year. And there are some that spend more than they would on a salesperson, but they do not track a single client and they're trying to generate new leads every year. And they get some, you know, they get some repeat business, but they're giving up the whole referral side and they're giving up really even the, the chances a lot of times of having a repeat client, which is already an established relationship. So, yeah, I'll share a, a quick story. I had uh, every Thanksgiving, I give out pies to all of my clients that have bought or sold with me in the last forever. Right. And uh, I had, I, I worked with a vendor that sold the pies. And so I brought all of my clients to his establishment to pick up the pie. It was, it was a way for me to um, pitch his business while I was giving away a pie. But point of my story is we did a video at his establishment um, saying hi to everyone and what was going to happen and how they were going to pick up their pie. I sent it off to my business coach and he said, Reg, great video, but you forgot to ask for a referral at the end of the video. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But that was the value of my coach. I went back to him and I said, sorry, Doug, I, I got to reshoot this with you. And so, so we did. And at the end of the video, asked for their referral in a, in a, in a nice way. I'm not, not asking for anything that they don't want to give me, but um, the importance of a coach, the importance of staying on, on task. Yep. Very good. Uh, shifting gears a little bit. Who's a good candidate for a program that, or to work with you? Somebody that wants to grow, right? Somebody with, 
with energy um, and wants to be uh, the best in their area. I think a, a lot of people know how to do a lot of things, um, but the best, the best usually show up, right? And uh, there's, there's a lot of agents in Fort Wayne um, that can sell a house, but uh, I'm finding that in our organization, a lot of agents in here have coaches and uh, we're known in Fort Wayne for, for being the most professional, having the most professional agents. Uh, we dress the part, we come into the office, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, in answer to your question, I, I think everyone can benefit from a coach, but uh, we're looking for those people who um, want to go to the next level. And when they get to the next level, there's another level, right? It's a constant stair step. So once you think you've arrived, you set new goals and you haven't arrived, and that's, that's life. Well, and you're talking about culture a lot, too. And sometimes I think it's uh, it's just helpful to have that out, outside perspective on how you're going to create that culture, because that's not as easy done when you're in the day to day grind. If you don't have that extra assistance from a third perspective, maybe. So right, absolutely. Yep. Transition yep. a little bit out of that. Uh, I know you work also do a little bit and have done some coaching with men in marriage relationships and not necessarily couples, just men. Uh, can you talk about that experience just a little bit? Uh, some, you know, maybe some successes. It's just, I, I know it's a tough topic because it can be so personal and it, it typically can paint somebody to look bad. Uh, and it's, it's not really the intent. I mean, what, what you just come out of with a sales uh, what you just talked about in sales and wanting to be the best, I think there again, and when it comes to marriages, it's it's back to the same thing. We've got one chance at living life, so why don't we make it the best we can? Yeah. Um, man, a lot of stuff come to mind when you ask that question. Um, for me, I would say it started, uh, I, I've always been in, in personal growth, right? Right. Uh, Growing up, listening to dad always had Zig Ziglar going on a cassette or Dale Carnegie, that type of thing. But I want to say it was 2017. I was on my way back from Iowa and uh, I, uh, I was listening to uh, Think and Grow Rich and, and something just plugged in. And, and I set some serious goals of where I wanted to be. Um, and that was four years ago now. Anyways, through that process, um, I was in a meeting here at the office and I met a guy who who I didn't realize that he was on a similar journey. And, and with his, his help, um, I, I, he shared a couple books with me and one of them was no more Mr. Nice guy. Um, and, and what that helped me to realize is that I am a pleaser and I love to please people. But with that, I realized I frustrate people at the same time by not being honest, um, and, and transparent. And, and I, there's a fine line there, right? You don't just want to tell somebody honestly uh what you think of them but you know you can do it I, I just found that if I'm, I'm honest with people right up front it uh it makes things so much easier and that translates over into just into, into being a man being decisive um and especially with my wife it's uh it's it's helped our marriage so much that uh being in control of of my environment um allowing you know 
giving her the respect, giving her love, um, but but being decisive. So uh, in, in, in real estate, it's amazing how often um, I, I end up talking about marriage. Um, I've had the opportunity, and this will relate back to coaching, um, to share with several different men that through the course of selling their home, uh, a divorce situation that they didn't want, I was able to help them with, with some of the things that, that I've done in life that other men have helped me with and, and then sharing my experience and how it's how, how my wife responded or my clients responded. The interesting thing I, I took away from that was that they didn't do anything about it. And, and I, I couldn't quite understand that. And Gary, I think it was you that said it to me as I read the differences. They have nothing up front that the value that you gave them, they, they don't see, they don't see the value because they haven't put anything up or maybe they're just not hungry enough, but it comes back to, man, when you pay for something and you've got something there, I'm, I'm giving you something and I want something in return. And when you give something in return, they put it into action. So I was, I don't know if I was disappointed because it's their life, but it was interesting to find that that I felt like I was giving them gold because when I received it, it worked for me and I was amazed. When I shared it with somebody else, they said, oh, that, that's cool. And then, yeah. uh, then didn't implement it. But, but you were also in that place in life where you were looking for that information, wanting that change. And I think that's, it comes back to the coaching relationship that we can have. Yeah. When we have that coach in our life, it means again, we're, we're investing. So something's going to, uh, something's going to probably, you know, we, we want to return on our investment and it's going to change how we approach that. And probably those men just didn't, uh, they were not at the stage of life yet to where it mattered enough. You could understand it. You had the vision with what you work with and what you do that, this would have well, this would help, but <laughs> they they just weren't ready for that. Well, and I think it comes back to the last question of who is this coaching program good for? Well, it's those that really want it, right? Some people just right. want to talk about it. Some people think, yeah, that'd be great to get there, but they get in their own way, right? Right, and that's kind of interesting. Because we have, I have an associate I work with, and I know we we're talking about uh, well, a, a potential client, and the conversation was, well, if we charge X they're not going to do it. And I'm like, well, then we need to charge that, you know, because <laughs> they want to get yeah. together and talk. They don't want to change. And that's, that's uh, yeah, kind of where it, that's where it gets difficult. So my, one of my coaches, when I was talking about growing my team, he said, the first step you need is an executive assistant. And I said, well, I'm not quite sure I can afford that yet. And he said, well, you, you need when you hire that person, um, they're they're going to make their position affordable. Um, and so I just I you can't not afford to make that that move is what he was saying. Right. Uh, this is kind of an interesting transition a little bit. Next next thing I want to bring up here a question here. I know you know relationships are important uh, to both of us and. They're really, you know, the foundation of any success that any one person has is relationships. 
Uh, you've talked about that in business a little bit, especially in the sales, because that's kind of that, that. Well, that is your focus. But you also then talk about it in your personal life. Uh, what are some thoughts on that? Yeah. So coming back to the database, my database is is a list of, of names of people that I've worked with and their their relationships. Right. So. That, that's my goal is just to continue to nurture those relationships on um, every year. So I, I have a bullseye and I have uh, an A plus client. I have an A client, a B client, C client, and to a, to a D, which is those are the ones you want to delete. And, and I nurture those relationships according to the amount of referrals that, that I get from those people. So, and some of them, they don't give me referrals, but I have a great relationship with them. They're a good friend of mine. Right. Um, so, yeah, relationships are super important, and, and in today's world, we have social media. Um, use it. I'm I'm one that I don't think anybody cares what I'm doing in my personal life. Um, so I've gotten some help from social media for social media, um, but it's not the same. Really, people like to know what the heck you're doing, right? They like to right. see that. Um, I, well, uh, for me, I like to landscape on weekends, right? I still have that little bug right. that I do. So, um, but I don't, I don't take pictures and I, and I should. Yeah. Your um, property so shows that. So that's an that. easy way to, to continue um, nurturing relationships. Even though you're not talking to people, you can touch a hundred people, hundred of your friends on Facebook so quick, um, posting something weird. Uh, so we can find you out on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> um, I'm working on it, Gary. And, uh, so we're we're all uh, good at certain things, and I guess I'm good at hiding. Oh, well. But that that is a weakness of mine. So I, um, you know, if you can't do it, coach it. So there you go. Oh, you're going to coach that they need to use it at least, not how to use it, right? <laughs> right? Well, you've got a beautiful property back there, and obviously your landscaping skills are still intact. So uh, <laughs> thanks. What's what's taken you down a path? if you can look back over your life a little bit where you recognize uh, personal growth was important and in investing in, in oneself, uh, I understand you were around it growing up some, but obviously at some point it had to become personal. Yeah. I, you did. You touched on, it. I was fortunate enough to have uh, mom and dad always in personal growth. Um, they were, uh, I remember growing up being in a multi-level marketing. Uh, and so we would, we'd go to hotels and get conferences and there was often a lot of, uh, highly motivated people, right? They, they were going after their goals. And, um, but, but personal growth, it, it never ends, right? I've had moments where um, I was without a coach and I found myself slipping back. So you kind of get back into those um, lazy habits, I guess you might say. Um, and that just comes back to the natural human tendencies of um, ultimately your, your brain is trying to, to keep you alive. Um, and that's, that's about all it's trying to do. So it doesn't care if you reach your goals or not. So we need to, to constantly stay sharp. And, um, so that's where, like I said, with that think and grow rich book, um, led into, uh, the miracle morning by Hal Elrod. Um, I started getting my butt out of bed. Uh, I also was not a, a big reader and I, now I have a nice library of books. It's, uh, I guess it, it's just, it's keeping, staying motivated. Um, and, and you have, you have to want it. 
right? I and mean, we didn't really touch on that yet is, is what, what gets you out of bed? What's your why? Uh, I guess we did touch on it when you said, who is the, the person that needs a coach? It's, it's that person with, with a big why. Um, and, and they know what their why is. And then we create uh, a system around that, um, whether it's a personal growth system or, or it's the eating the elephant thing. But uh, yeah, I think you've, you've got to, not everybody can get up and go to the gym, but I think the first thing you do getting out of bed in the morning is super important, right? Where your mind's at, because again, your brain just wants to keep you alive. You got to tell that brain what the heck's going to happen today and, and how it's going to happen and what kind of mood you're going to be in and carry that energy throughout the day. So for me, it's the gym. And at the gym, I don't listen to music. I listen to a, a YouTube something or a podcast something. Um, and and then, of course, I think, again, everybody needs a coach in their life um, to help them be accountable, stay accountable, and, and stay on their goal. I'm going to do a little bit of a plug on this one. Uh, really, I, I and I teach on this quite a bit. But our mind and different studies will probably give some variation of this, but they really try to shut our body down at about 40%. So our mind really is what tells us, you know, this is what we're going to do if we don't take control of it. And it's going to play it extremely safe. And so we talk about that a lot of times. Uh, you know, we get cold. And so now we're going to go in. But could we stay there 10 more minutes? Uh, we have a, you know, shin splints. Don't think we can run. Well, we can run if we choose to, more than likely, you know, unless the bone is sticking out of the side of our skin, you know, we, we can still move. Uh, there, there's just a lot of things where our mind will shut us down. And I think that's, uh, that's probably the one evolution for myself is just start continually recognizing how much more capacity I have than what I even was aware of. And, and it takes us to a new level all the time. And, you know, I know I've touched on this with others too, and probably even in other podcasts, but it even takes us to where often, uh, well, two things came up. One, you mentioned culture. Uh, we create a culture for our own life. We create it in our businesses, and we see those when we work with clients. And then uh, also it, it changes our circle of friends a lot of times. We start to uh, visit with, with, I mean, we start to hang around different people because we're wanting different things. Yeah, and you become like those that you're yes. around, right? And sometimes your friends change. Yep, birds of a feather flock together. So that's just kind of a... Uh, that's right. Common one. I'm going to shift yeah. gears just a little bit here. What do you like to do for fun? Uh, good question. Um, I, golf is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, and that takes a lot of time. So, um, and uh, uh, you know this, but I just recently got my pilot's license. And so that is uh, kind of my next venture. And I like to get up when I can and go fly around. So, kind of given me some freedom so looking forward to doing more of that right um and then of course on weekends I, I seem to just be around the house and taking care of of the landscape and doing little projects here and there so um uh, it kind of sounds boring but. not really i think it's interesting because i just know what went into you becoming a pilot and i think it's just the fact that it was another challenge out there and yet you could do it yes. as a hobby and it maybe would translate to something, something different someday, but yeah, very true. 
it's uh it was just another another level of uh achievement or something to challenge yourself so that yeah and that is true as i was looking back at my goals actually it was it was my affirmations that uh um I had looked back on, and that was that was one of them that I told myself that I'm going to get my pilot's license this year. So, um, train the brain there, I guess, and I got it done. There you go. Control that mind; you can accomplish it. Anything you want to, uh, you just want to share with the audience? Any thoughts? Um. Yeah, I I think what I touched on as far as knowing what your why is. And then starting your day off um, in that in that positive, telling your brain exactly what the day or your body how you're going to be, um, and then across the board, just when I learned to control my emotion, that nobody makes me happy, nobody makes me mad, you know, um, it translates into traffic, it translates into everything. But um, there's being in control of your day. Uh, I the most I like to control my calendar as far as the, the morning to noon. Afternoon is a little more flexible for me, but that's my most productive part of the day. Um, and then uh, loving where you're at, right? Any right. any moment that you're in, um, having having perspective of um, of how how great of a of a country we live in, even though it it seems like you know. Seems like we're upside down sometimes. So right. um, when you really gain perspective of, of how great we have it, um, you know, stay in that mindset, loving where you're at now. Um, and when you find that, that you're feeling down, which is the normal thing that your brain sometimes where it wants to go, is, uh, is gaining that perspective. Hey, I do have a great life. Right. Um, got a shirt on my back and I'm above ground. Right. So much of life is what happens to us. And I know it's something I've learned in the last few years, uh, just through some different s situations I've been through. It's, I still have decisions I can make. It's exactly what you said. We choose if we want to be happy. We choose how we respond to the guy that cut us off in traffic. Yep. Uh, life, Where we're at today is, is all because of choices. Right. Life but, is 100% what how we react to what happens to us, not what happens to us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that a whole nother can of worms, but that's where I'm um, trying to trying to get out of my own way. Right. Where I want to go is, is I can envision that. Right. And, and, and so how do I become that person that is living that lifestyle? So we, we look back at the choices that we've made and, and every day you get up and you do the same thing. Well, you're going to kind of get the same result. So how do I get out of my own way right. and become that person that's living that life in the future that I want to live? Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm still a student in that. Sure. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate you coming on here, Reggie, and doing this podcast and just sharing a lot of what you've maybe learned and went through over the years. Uh, really excited to be working with you in a coaching capacity going forward i know that you're going to be a huge addition to clients and help them find a lot of success and so with that uh you have a good day and we'll visit again yeah. another time super thanks for having me gary